Hi, everyone. I'm Jack Cush, executive editor of RoomNow.com, and this is the RoomNow podcast, a different kind of podcast today. Today, we're going to have a podcast about podcasts. What? We're going to talk about, should you start a podcast? So maybe this doesn't interest a lot of you. Maybe this interests a few of you. I just thought I would tell you my story, and maybe it helps you if you're considering a podcast. So let's get into this. Um, the question is, should you do a podcast? Um, and I think it's really the same question as, should I be in social media? So if you don't listen to podcasts, you can stop right here and just, you know, actually you're listening to this podcast, so maybe you do listen to podcasts. But if you're someone who doesn't listen to podcasts or doesn't do social media, this may not be up your alley. Getting involved in, in podcasting is a lot like getting involved in social media. You know, so you should know what a tweet is, what a hashtag is, what a blog is, what's a vlog, a video blog. Um, the point is that uh, billions of people, um, upwards of almost 4 billion people are using social media daily. Um, and I think if you're going to get into this, you got to get into the digital age. So do you have your own website? For instance, you might need a website to house and hold all your podcasts, all your blogs, all your social media, like I do on roomnow.com. But if you just want to do a podcast, you don't necessarily need to have your own website. Um, I'm into podcasting because I have a face made for podcast, pod, podcasting. Um, and yeah, I botched that, didn't I? Um, but I think I'm into podcasting because it's yet another medium where I can share information with uh, with you about something that we are both passionate about, and that being rheumatology. I think getting into podcasts means that you should be interesting and interested, that you're able to hold the interest of others, that you're a good listener and also a good speaker, and maybe even entertaining at the same time. The question is, um, why would someone want to listen to you? And that's what I hope to cover here. So there are a few things to consider. Um, social media and podcasting is about your passion. Uh, it's about passion and promotion. And that means that you, know, you have a passion for what? Fly fishing, um, um, you know, rheumatologists who play piano. Um, you wanna start a movement, you wanna change. Um, you wanna share, but you're passionate about it, which makes you also knowledgeable. And then you have to be willing to promote it. Now, you can promote a lot of different ways. You can do research, you can write, you can do lectures, or you can get involved in social media and podcasting. So the question is, what are you promoting? Are you promoting a product or are you promoting yourself? Are you promoting a mission and change, a particular ideology or a standard that you'd like to make the norm amongst your peers shouldn't get into podcasting or a business like this unless you think you've got a thousand people that would want to listen to you and follow you. And so this is a great opportunity for me. Um, and I really stumbled upon it, I must say. Question is, is it an opportunity for you or is this just a bunch of noise and you're not really willing to get into it? So this is about starting the conversation as opposed to joining the conversation. This is, is, again, is this thing about you? Is it about something you care about? 
or is it about you know um, a mission, an issue, um, something along those lines? So again, you need to consider these things before you get into it. Seven keys to success in podcasting. Number one is the gift of gab. Like you, and you know, I have no shortage of words. I can talk forever. And, and I don't, you don't need to be like me, but you need to have the ability to be expressive, have command of the language, command of the subject, have a certain eloquence and fluency, clarity and fluidity that makes this all work for the listener. It has to be interesting. Speaking of the listener, you have to have an audience. You have to know who you're talking to, who is a thousand people that you're aiming to get their ears of and aiming to get them to subscribe to your weekly, monthly, every third day podcast. Um, this is about giving it away. You know, and, and, and that's like the last point on here is there is no money in podcasting. All, you know, only a select few get to make money in podcasting. So you're doing this because you're passionate, because it's about your messaging. But again, you're giving it away. So what are you giving away to what audience? Those are two important factors. One of the main factors in the success of a podcast or the failure of a podcast is regularity and periodicity. Meaning if you're gonna do this as a weekly, it's gotta be weekly. If you're gonna do this as a daily, it's gotta be daily. Everybody starts with the best of intentions, but it gets to be a grind at some point. Luckily, I have many of you who listen to me and encourage me when I see you that you are an ACR and tell me that this is something that's important to you. That becomes my fuel for doing this on a regular basis. You need to commit to improving what you do. If you go back and look at our podcast back in 2017, not bad, not good. Quality was, di was certainly different. Um, I was certainly not very good. I had lots of ums and not a lot of eye contact. But I think you need to reevaluate what you do. You have to listen to your own podcast. Uh, you have to uh, be committed to change. You need to think like a Marine, improvise, adapt, and overcome. That sort of was our motto in dealing with COVID. But I think it's important in basically moving forward with change. And that's how you get good at this. Um, you need to understand the mechanics of it. So you need to know how to host it and how to promote it. So it's going to be on your website. It's going to be on somebody else's hosting website. And then how are you going to promote it? Well, there it comes back to social media um, as a means of potentially hosting and promoting this thing. So a podcast can be for your interest, your practice, your research, teaching, hobbies, passion, family, patience. You can have lots of different things. Um, it, and, uh, and again, it can be on a lot of different outlets. Um, you have to know who you're going after, who is your audience, and why would they possibly want to tune in and listen. So you need to be clear about that. You need to be have clarity in your presentations. And after listening to one or two, people are going to come back if they know what you're all about. If they don't come back, either you weren't interesting, um, the quality of podcast was bad, or they really didn't know what you're about. So I have a lot of ideas about podcasts. I'm really com committed to doing this one and, and podcasting from the ACR or ULAR. But here's some ideas, if you're a rheumatologist, um, for podcasts that you could do. Gout gab. I think there's an unmet need for gout. Fibrosis by osmosis. It's a pulmonary thing. Dealing with drug reps. 
stories about how they taught me, how I uh, learned from them, how you can learn how to effectively deal. I mean, there's a lot of things that go on between rooms and, and, and pharma reps. Wrong way rooms. Rheumatology doesn't always go perfectly. What happens when it doesn't? And then my favorite, I'm really dying to do this. It's called, What Were You Thinking? And this is about the faux pas of life and practice and whatnot. But you, again, you need to have a theme, a, a title, a mission here. Um, I got into this actually really by accident. The whole room now thing was quite by accident. And I was really set up for this. I'm one, I'm sort of technologically interested. I'd always get the, the newest television or recording equipment or um, you know anything that was electronic. So I was kind of built that way. But then I, of course, I got into rheumatology and research and teaching and lecturing and traveling and writing and um, clinical trials. And, and you know, I spent many years talking to thousands of rheumatologists, um, mostly in the United States, sometimes worldwide. Um, and that made me comfortable in speaking and knowledgeable on certain subjects. And that was a setup. That with the digital age really was the beginning of Room Now and actually this, this podcast. In fact, I wasn't really even doing the podcast. I, I, was, I was found it hard to come up with new things to report on at the end of the week. Every week in Room Now, we give you 25 new studies or new news or new tweets. Our tweets are sort of mini synopses of studies. Our full-length articles are bigger treatments on that team. But by the end of the week, I was having a hard time finding it. So actually my editor said, why don't you just do like a week re uh, review, like things that you like from the past week and talk about them. I was like, oh, thank God I can do that. So for one or two or three years, we actually did this weekend review vlog, a video blog, if you will. Well, one of my programmers came to me and said, you know, we can turn that video file, an MP4 file into an MP3 file and voila, you now have an audio file that can be the basis of your podcast. I said, go ahead, knock yourself out. We did it before ACR. By the end of ACR, we already had like, you know, 10,000 listens, you know, um, to what we were putting out there. I found it really incredible. And that was the beginning of that in 2017. We've been working on it ever since. We've been finding out how to post it, um, host it, post it, promote it, um, measure our success. Um, we've we're happy that you want to listen to what we want to say. Um, the question is, why would you do this? Are you, do you have the sort of same background? Do you have the depth and the passion and the comfort that you could use in pulling this off? So number one, um, pick a medium. You know, where are you going to deliver this? How are you going to deliver this? Um, do you need a website? Do you need a hosting site for the podcast? To be consistent, let them know when it's going to happen and you're going to deliver. And again, it can be anything from discussions and reviews or stories or lectures. Again, uh, it's a, it, you have to be um, set the expectation with an audience. Um, and again, it needs to be clear to the audience about what you're about. This is about your being generous and providing um, creative material that's useful to others. And in doing so, if you do this well, you develop a, a sense of trust with your audience that 
then you have to live up to. This can be useful in motivating others to do better, to do newer, to do something meaningful. Uh, and they can be with you on this mission of yours, whatever that mission is going to be. So how do you start and get into this? First, I think you should be listening to podcasts more than the Room Now podcast. Find two to five podcasts, listen to what they sound like, how they're produced, what you like about them, what you don't like about them. If you don't listen to podcasts, it's unlikely you'll be good at podcasting. Um, if you want to listen, and I like to listen to Smartless. I think it's funny, it's interesting, but I listen to a lot of podcasts that are about podcasting marketing and digital communication. So I would, if you want to learn about the A to Z on podcasting, Dave Jackson's School of Podcasting. If you want to learn about the business of social media, Michael Stelzner has a podcast called Social Media Marketing. Uh, and then my favorite, my mentor, Seth Godin, has a podcast called Akimbo. Amy Porterfield has a podcast, et cetera. If you're not into business and don't know how to do this, I strongly recommend you start with Seth Godin's podcast, a series uh, of podcasts called The Startup School. Um, this is 15 um, segments of 25 minutes each that goes over how you get into business in this digital age. And I found that I've listened to it about, honestly, 20 times, um, in the, uh, especially in the first few years I was doing this. You need to, after you are comfortable with where you're going and the knowledge base, you need to have a mission. You need to have a passion. You need to say what our goals are and who our audience is. So, um, and again, you need to know that you can do a podcast and people will listen to it, at least your family and your friends and, you know, people you pay to listen to you. Um, but they'll come for your content, but they're only going to stay because of you, meaning if you're not interesting, if you can't hold a conversation, if you're not a great listener and a great talker and conversationalist, it's going to be a hard uh, um, path for you. Um, what kind of podcast should you do? Mine is a solo podcast. I talk incessantly and don't know when to shut up, but I have that gift of gab, and I don't know if it's my Irish or Newfie background, but if you're a talker, you're going to be fine, right? If you're not, and you're more of a conversationalist and you want someone else to lean on, then you can do an interview uh, format. And that can be you and your talkative um, best friend or you interviewing others, but you gotta be a good interviewer. That's a whole different skill. Look at the interviewers on TV and late night. You have a favorite and it's likely because they're either good interviewers or not. Um, you have to be witty, smart, fun, serious, um, but if you're not any of those things, don't try to be, you have to be you. And that has to be interesting. Again, the keys to success here are being talkative, talking to your audience. Um, and, and that means like personally talking to them, being, giving stories, giving personal experiences, going off script. Um, I always have an outline of what I'm going to talk about. And, and I think that helps me. I would, if, if this was a red script podcast, I think you all, all would have tuned out a long time ago. And, and then I, again, you need to be clear on what it is that you're giving it away. Be regular, practice, improve, and change. Um, again, where is your stuff going to be hosted or what's the home base for your podcast? Um, there are a number of different podcasting hosting sites. Libsyn 
L-I-B-S-Y-N. SoundCloud, we did for a long time because that was free. Podbean is who we're using now because it has more versatility to it. And then once you're on one of these hosting websites, then you can distribute or syndicate your podcast to four, five, 10, 20 different podcast channels. All the Apple iTunes and Apple car phone stuff, all the Apple products, which is 80% of all podcast listeners, by the way. And then all the Android stuff. Uh, and that's usually on Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher. And there's a whole host of something called RSS channels for podcasting that you need to know about. Um, next steps again, well, you should know if you're gonna succeed or not succeed. Um, people who succeed at podcasting are themselves interesting and informative. They are often surprising and entertaining. I often say that what I do is infotainment. Um, they are consistent, they are widely available, and um, they've learned how to do this from someone who's already done this. Okay, or they're getting feedback from people who give useful feedback. These will fail if you're not interesting, if you don't know your audience, if you're not clear about what you're about, if you're inconsistent in postings and the technology and quality of what you're posting is poor and objectionable. Um, you should know that there are certain tech requirements and it doesn't require much. I've got, I'm surrounded by lots of tech requirements. My goodness, I've got two monitors I'm looking at. I've got three ring lights going on. I've got um, two cameras. This is being filmed on a Logitech webcam C920. And I'm using the microphone on this, by the way. I've got other microphones. This one's a Shure, and this one's an Audio-Technica. And I have a, um, this is a Yeti. That's a $200 or $100 thing. But again, you don't need much of this stuff. You need a cell phone. That's it. And a recent iPhone, a recent Android, um, they'll do great at the audio recording. And that's about it. I do think you should have an external microphone um, that probably would be better than using the, the phone's microphone. Or in this case, I'm using my webcam's microphone. Um, and that's your start. Later on, you can get into backdrops, tripods, lighting, blah, 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 blah. Now, if you're doing a podcast, you don't need to do what I'm doing, which is a vlog, a video blog or a video cast, which I post this on my YouTube channel. I then post it on the Room Now channel for people who want to watch this podcast. But then our programmers download the video file, turn it into MP3, and then upload it to Podbean and syndicate it. So again, the technology requirements here are not onerous uh, and certainly doable. In the last five years, Room Now is over a million podcast listens. Every podcast that we do gets an average of about 1,500 listens. Our podcasts are syndicated to Apple Core Media, iTunes, Stitcher, Overcast, Google, Spotify, other RSS feeds. We call those third-party channels. Um, you can share your podcasts by uh, wherever you are on social media, on your Twitter feed, on LinkedIn, and on your Facebook page if you go there. Um, but again, you need to know your audience. Twitter is mostly professionals. Um, LinkedIn, professionals and business and medical people. Facebook are um, younger, actually all ages, but more patients, for instance, right? Um, again, this is a 
the use of a podcast is an opportunity for you to spread the word, have a positive relationship and build trust between you, your brand, your mission, your community that you seek to engage. This will take time. This is not something that's going to be learned overnight, but um, start it, do it. After a year, you'll be putting Room Now out of business. And I would thoroughly encourage people to compete with Room Now and to do other things in rheumatology. There are a few good rheumatology podcasts out there right now. The ACR On Air, um, Mike Putman has an evidence-based rheumatology podcast. Um, and there are a few others that you can find and, and should listen to, if only to find out what else is out there. But again, they're only going to be useful to you if they're consistent and put up um, a useful content. Uh, Adam Brown from Cleveland Clinic uh, has Ruminations that's, I guess, distributed by Helio. These are all really good podcasts in rheumatology. Join the club. You could be a podcaster too. Tune in for more podcasts on Room Now. Take care and bye.